Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin ve salatu ve selamu ala şerfil enbiyeyi ve mürselin. Muhammedun Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahibu sellem tesliman kathiran kathiran. Ama badu, my brothers and sisters, I told you I would tell you about fatwa shopping, right? First of all, it's a very, it's a very serious and it's a very important topic. So, Please listen carefully. I want to go step by step to make it easy. First of all, the first thing we need to understand and recognize is the difference between a fatwa and a hukum. So tell me, what is your understanding? What is a fatwa? What's a fatwa? Fatwa is something like which has already not oh. been clearly said as, you know, don't do this. Don't do this. And then we are looking for something. In the, for example, give me a fatwa about, is it okay to use WhatsApp? Right. Is it to give, it a fatwa, give me a fatwa about, is it okay to use? So, so what is a fatwa? Therefore, what is it? Ma'am? Opinion of a scholar. Right. A fatwa is a legal opinion. Opinion of a scholar. It's like, for example, if you are earning a certain amount of money, say you are earning $100,000 a year, you want to know how much tax do I pay on this. So you go to an accountant and you ask him, how much tax do I need to pay on $100,000? Right? The accountant tells you, no need, no tax. No problem. Then, one day what happens? Knock, knock. IRS comes to your house. And the IRS says, according to the IRS rules, there is a tax of $5,000, say for example, that you are supposed to pay on this $100,000 earning. You say, no, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't care about that. I went to my accountant. My accountant said, I don't have to pay anything. My accountant is a, he gave me this fatwa. What do you think will happen? Will the IRS say, oh, no problem, thank you. You are free. Huh? They will say, please come. The United States government wants to be your host for the next five years. Right? You will get free food, free accommodation, no rental. Why? Because the fatwa is only an opinion of somebody. Does the fatwa change the rule, the law? The law is the hukum. Right? The law is the hukum. The law comes from the lawmaker. The fatwa is the opinion, hopefully of a scholar, but supposing you go to somebody who is not a scholar, and the reason I'm asking you specifically this is because this is what we do with Islam. Right? We go to anybody. I'll give you another example, since I saw Dr. Saad here. Supposing you have a, you start feeling a pain in your chest. Hmm? So you come to me. And you say to me, Sheikh, I, I have a feeling of, you know, pain in my chest. I say, don't worry, man. Here's some unionzyme, right? Activated charcoal. Eat two tablets, you'll be fine. That's only gas. 
And I say, no, don't worry about this. No, no, should I go to Dr. Sadhusmani? No, no. What is it? Why should you go to Sadhusmani? No need. No, but he's a doctor. So what? I have also studied. I've got a book I'll show you. I've got a book of, uh, you know, pharmacology. It's in English. And I wrote English. So I read the book. Then what will happen? Next day somebody will call Brother Khorambasi and say, you know, what time is the Janaza? Hmm? The reason I'm saying it is because this is what we do with Islam. May Allah protect us and forgive us. Who is the lawmaker? Tell me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the lawmaker. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the authority to Rasulullah to make laws as per the wahi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to us, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ لِقَابِ In Surah Al-Hashr, Allah said, Whatever my Nabi tells you to do, do it. Whatever my Nabi stops you from, stop. And fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is severe in punishment. Right? Now, take the issue of zakat. Zakat is payable, liable on whom? Anyone who has the nisab of zakat. Nisab varies from country to country and so on because of the price of gold. But end of the day, in this country, for example, it's roughly around 5,000 something dollars. If you have this as savings, is zakat on saving or on earning? Saving, right? It's a wealth tax. It's not an income tax. So on saving. So if you have 5,000 odd dollars of saving at the end of 12 months, then you are liable to pay. What is the rate of zakat for, for this? 2.5%. Right? There is the other thing, there is Oshur and this and that on, on uh, there is zakat on, on uh, crops and so I believe that. I mean, this is the most common thing which all of us know, which is this. Now, supposing somebody comes and tells you, you know, zakat is to be paid only if you live in a Muslim country to the Muslim government. If you are living in a non-Muslim country, for example, you are living in America, there is no zakat. You need not pay zakat. Supposing somebody says this to you, what will you say? You say, Subhanallah, Anta Baharul Uloom, you are the sea of knowledge, MashaAllah, may Allah bless you, because now you saved me 505, you saved me 2.5%. Eh? What will you say? You will say, I don't want to say what you should say. But the point is, no. Why? Supposing that man tells me, no, no, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't, don't say no. Huh? Abu Abdullah, no, don't say no. You know who I am? I have studied this kitab, that kitab. I went to this madrasa, that madrasa, this jamia, that jamia. So on, so on, so on. Eh? So I am telling you, take my word for it. No problem. What will you say? You will say, the one who made... Zakat as the law, the hukum is who? Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. Zakat is a pillar of Islam. It is a rukun of Islam. You and all your kitabs and all your jamiat and all, all of this can go into the garbage. I don't care. You are giving me 
a fatwa because what you are giving me is fatwa. This is your opinion which contradicts the law of Allah Jalla Jalla So I don't care who you are. Assalamu alaikum. Yes or no? If you don't do that, suppose you go behind that person, now what? Then on the day of judgment, you will go where he, where he will go. Simple as that. The reason I'm saying this too is because there is somebody, somebody sent me a fatwa and a recording which I heard. I'm not going to share the name with you. I'm not going to share the recording with you because I don't want to spread that. Of one so-called scholar who exactly has said the same thing. He goes on to say that, number one, in non-Muslim countries, zakat is need not be paid. Second thing he says, if you want to pay zakat, then if you are paying tax in that country, then you can set it off against the tax. So supposing your zakat due is $50 and the tax you are paying is $51, then you need not pay anything because you paid $51 to the government. He said zakat is a tax. It is not a rukun, it is a tax to the government to run the government. See, see that this is how shaitan plays games. Now, people feel this very sound very logical. No, zakat is a tax to be paid to the government to run the government. Now, what is wrong with this argument? Tell me. First of all, this argument goes against the ayat of the Quran al Karim. Very simple. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Tawbah in two places. One place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Khud min amwalim sadaqa. Take from their mal, take from their wealth. Sadaqa, which in this case means zakat. And then Allah said, you make dua for them. Your dua is sakanullahum. This your dua is a, a means of sukoon for those for, for your people, for the sahaba. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling Allah to make dua for tax. Number two. In Surah Tawbah again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enumerated eight categories of people to whom this zakat can be paid. Very clear. Third dalil. I am giving you two from the Quran. Third dalil from the Sunnah. People came to Rasulullah from Taif. A whole delegation came from Taif. Rasulullah has moved to Madina, he's done the Hijra, he's in Madina. Taif is another country, right? In those days, they, we didn't have nation states. So these were tribes and that tribe's land was that tribe's land. It was like a country. So Taif was the land of the Banu Thaqif. Madina was the land of the Aus and Khazraj and some Jewish tribes. So they were, they were together here. Makkah was the land of the Quraysh and their allies. So different countries. So people came from Taif to Nabi Sallallahu and they said, Ya Rasulullah, we are willing to accept Islam. La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. We are willing to pray, but we will not pay zakat. So please accept. Some of the Sahaba even advised Rasulullah Sallallahu They said, Ya Rasulullah, this is a very powerful tribe. It's a big tribe. If they come on our side, if they accept Islam, this will strengthen the Muslims. So you please accept their iman gradually. They will also start paying zakat in due course. We need not be strict at this time. What did Rasulullah what did he say? He said the one who separates salah from zakat is not a Muslim. And he sent them away. 
He said, I will not accept. He did not even accept that Iman. Imagine, look at this thing. Huh? He, he, he didn't say, okay, you, I will accept your Iman. But no, nothing. You are not a Muslim. Khalas. It is based on this for Dalit. It is based on this that Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, after Nabi Wasallam passed away, when the tribes all over Arabia, when they refused to pay zakat, Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu sent out armies to fight them, they asked him, Ya, 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 uh, Khalifatu Rasulillah, you are going to fight Muslims? He said, the one who separates the Salah from the Zakat is not a Muslim. If they do not even give equal to the rope of a camel, I will draw the sword against him. Eh? Now, issue of tax... If zakat was tax, Rasulullah is living in Medina. People from Taif came. So if people of Taif, why should they pay tax to Medina in any way? In any, it's not their country. Eh? You are living here in America. You are paying tax to whom? To America. You know, are you paying tax to Pakistan? No. Why should you pay tax? You are not living in Pakistan. Are you paying tax to Spain? Are you paying tax to the United Kingdom? No. Please. Do not get carried away by fatwas, especially from people who are not qualified to give fatwas. Then that's the point I want to end with. What's this qualification? For that, I'll give you another example. Supposing I tell you, come with me, I'll take you on a plane ride. So you ask me, Sheikh, do you have a license to fly? No. I have read books on aerodynamics. I have read so many books on flights. I have a, a simulation program on my computer. I have simulated that. I can absolutely perfectly fly a plane and land a plane. I can do all of that. So come with me. Eh? <laughs> Will you go? Yeah, you go straight to Jannah. Yeah, exactly. Huh? There is a there is a wisdom in systematically acquiring any branch of knowledge. Why do you think in the medical field there is theory? Five, six years of theory, and after that there is two years of house surgeonship, practical experience under the supervision of senior doctors. Why? They've already studied six years, eight years of, of uh, every conceivable book they have done, right? They have done, uh, they, they have worked also with uh, with bodies, cadavers, and they've, uh, you know, done all and, and the anatomy, they've done dissections and what, all this stuff. But no. Practical training under the supervision of somebody. Take any field of knowledge to acquire that knowledge properly, you have to go through a systematic form of education which goes step by step under the supervision of people, of scholars who know. Only then are you given an ijaza, you are given a degree, you are given the permission to practice that field of knowledge. Right? Very sadly for us Muslims, we do not apply any of these criteria when it comes to deen. You will go to anybody, you will ask anyone and you will take their opinion. Just because the person happens to speak in a persuasive way. 
you know who is the most beautiful the most persuasive speaker in the world eh his name is jai word which one i i <laughs> most persuasive he'll convince anybody muhammad is is with i what wrong with you who he said already ha eh? iblis <laughs> Iblis, very persuasive, extremely persuasive. Iblis. Just because somebody has a sweet tongue does not mean that what they are saying is the truth. The world's greatest con men, the people who they, you know, you know, the Eiffel Tower in in uh, France, the Eiffel Tower was sold. I don't even know how many times. There were people who actually paid money to buy the Eiffel Tower. and whoever sold the eiffel tower took the money and ran huh but think about that how how do how does somebody sell the eiffel tower google and see how many times was the eiffel tower sold you, you know what i'm talking about just because somebody speaks persuasively just because somebody has got some convoluted logic which seems logical to you does not mean that what they are saying is either logical or correct and definitely in islam that has no place Remember, if you went to the wrong person for advice on medical advice, what is the worst that can happen to you? You will die. Worst, nothing more than that. Once you are dead, you are dead. But you go to the wrong person for advice on Deen, and you follow that advice, then what happens? Then you go to Jahannam. You leave Islam because the issue is. to do something which is haram hmm to do something which is haram makes you what makes you a one of the somebody who did a kabira pork is haram alcohol is haram zina is haram dealing in interest is haram right so you do this you get you drink one day you get drunk or something Or you go get a bank loan. Then if somebody says, "Brother, why did you do that?" You say, "You know, I'm extremely sorry. What to do? I mean, I, this this drinking is a horrible thing. I mean, I you know, I've got this weakness. I'm very sorry. I I really I I ask Allah, oh Allah, forgive me. What do you think will happen? Allah will forgive you. Inshallah, yeah." I took a bank loan by mistake. I didn't know. I did. I did this. Now I'm going to get out of it. I make the inter. I make the intention. I'm in some business which is haram. I did not know at the time. Now I made the intention. I'm making effort. Alhamdulillah, no problem. Even though you have committed haram, no problem because you know it is haram. You accept it is haram. You are trying to repent. You are trying to clear yourself. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, who is Ghafur Rahim. This is one scenario. Second scenario. You drink alcohol. I said, my brother, why are you drinking alcohol? He said, no, no, this is not alcohol. When it touches my lips, it becomes water. <laughs> eh? Which touches my lip, it becomes water. Alcohol is not haram for me. Forget it. My brother, why are you not praying? It's time for first salah. Why are you not? No, 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 salah. I don't have to pray salah. Why are you taking a bank loan? Why are you taking borrowing money on interest? There's no problem. This is Darul Harb. 
this is a this is a, a non muslim country interest is halal no problem i can i can borrow on interest i can i can charge interest now think about this two individuals one is has is both are both are dealing in interest one is dealing in interest but knows it is wrong he tries to make tawa and so on that is one scenario the other one says there is nothing i interest i don't care interest is halal action is the same but one action at worst he is doing something which is a kabira which is a major sin he can seek forgiveness he can ask allah to forgive him. the other one has become murtad the other one has left islam if somebody takes something which is halal haram and says this is halal he has left islam if somebody takes a fard and says this is not fard on me that person has left islam he is murtad he is in jahannam there is a world of difference it's not just a matter of, of of the sin if you take the sin and you say this is not a sin then you are entering a very different area that is what people who are giving these kinds of fatawa are doing they themselves are leaving islam and they are taking their followers out of islam because they are they are, they are not saying this is wrong they are saying this is not fard here there is no tax there is no zakat in america you don't have to pay zakat please my brothers and sisters save yourselves from these people stick to what we know what allah subhanahu wa taala ordered if you don't know go and ask some alim somebody who has the knowledge go and ask them and follow them don't take it from someone who is a as i told you a sweet tongue is not a requirement in deen an american accent is not a requirement in deen now people say some stupid thing oh you know that shit his accent is not good inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun accent what is that good please don't fall into all this stick to the straight and narrow inshallah we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to forgive us and forgive us our, our shortcomings and to protect us from all forms of shayateen min al-insi wal jin and we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to help us to obey him and to take us in a state of obedience wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahim